Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Old family. Back with the old family. Are you so happy? I really, I truly am. It's not to say there's not difficult days where like even like every day presents some difficulties. Sure. You know, one or both of these children will get upset and yell at me (laughs) at some point during that day. And like, that's fine because the amount of excitement they have for when I arrive and the amount of sadness they have for when when it's time for me to leave uh, every day, one of the, either the mom or their dad will come upstairs from the office and we'll be in the middle of doing whatever we're doing. And it's always Coco go, that will like look at their mom or dad and go, hi, mom. And then she'll like do a double take and then she'll look at me and go, are you leaving? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, You're Coco, like, it's it time is, to go. Uh, it is and that time starts, again. And then she'll just like burst into tears. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? Yo, I fucked up yesterday. I made a dumb choice. Why? So yesterday was Friday. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're recording Saturday here. And the six-year-old had a doctor's appointment in the morning. And so uh, when I got there and I got to their house a little later, their mom was like, yeah, it went really well. I feel bad because of COVID. I would normally like take Ellie for ice cream as like a treat for doing so well, but you can't do anything. Sure. <laughs> um, so then, and, and it was the end of the three-year-old's first week of preschool. And so I was like, all right. We'll do something. It's a really nice like fall day. It's like 45, 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of, it was really nice. I was like, let's go do this thing. You know, it'll be great. We're going to walk to Starbucks and we're going to get hot chocolates. That'll be everybody's treat. <gasps> it'll be great. They were, the kids were so excited. The parents were like, great. Sounds like fun. Have to, you know, go for it. And yeah. the Starbucks is half a mile from their mm-hmm. house, which should take roughly 10 to 10 to 15 minutes to walk, you know? Sure. I'm like, we walk out the garage. I look at the wagon and I go, maybe I should take the wagon. Oh, that would make things no. easier. But no. then I said, no, they'll be fine. Oh my And God. that was a mistake. <laughs> I should have taken the wagon because here's I... what happened. For whatever reason, they decide that to take this 10 minute walk, they want to antagonize the shit out of each other the whole time. <laughs> and I have to stop three times and pull the dad. Like, I will turn this car around <laughs> kind of fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even in the car and i literally like three times i stopped us and was like we will go home right now this is anyway, so- john mulaney's dad going through the drive-thru <laughs> and only getting a coffee for himself kind of vibe well sure. and so we were we were really close to the starbucks at this point it taken us more than 15 minutes to walk this half mile mm-hmm. and we were very close to the starbucks and ellie the six-year-old says something to antagonize a three-year-old again and i'm fed up with it and i look at her and i go listen we're really close so we're gonna get these hot chocolates but if you push this one more time i will throw yours in the trash oh my god <laughs> I w- that was probably not okay but like nothing else happened after that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like maybe a little too far in 10 years you won't even remember it we've got this 15 to 20 minute walk back with the two of them antagonizing each other the three-year-old is getting tired at this point and is like carry me and i'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) really shit about the wagon for this it sucked i had a babysitter that once took us to go get ice cream and forgot the key and we got locked out of the house Mm. it was a fun trip but then we had to go over to our neighbors and just hang out until my parents got home because Mm -hmm. we couldn't get in it's funny because like i'm the only one that's really hurt by by my choices and by how it all went you know like Mm -hmm. had i brought the wagon it would have gone smoother (laughs) well we (laughs) live and we learn as right everyone on the show right to everyone listening just bring the wagon just bring the wagon (laughs) just bring the wagon it's like you know always bring the wagon wagon. (laughs) 
Well, if there, if you know, if by any strange chance we have anybody who listens to this podcast who is a parent, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you held up your coffee mug, and I hope it's spicy. I did. I actually, I did. I clinked the air with my coffee mug. Amazing. <laughs> and took amazing. A I was not prepared. I was not holding mine at the time. So, cheers okay. now, later, cheers. after the fact. Insert no. clink sound effect right there. What if I did? What if I actually did? Took the time to put in a clink. If you, I, I mean, if you put in a clink, I also hope you keep the sa- me saying the words insert yes, clink sound insert effect clink here. Sound and, effect. Then and then put then the, the clink. clink. Yep. <laughs> well, well, enough about that. <laughs> this is the Feeny Call where we cover MTV's Singled Out. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this episode is. I have like no notes on this episode. <laughs> it's, it's all jokes. It's yes. all jokes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. There's like nothing really it's... about it at all. And nope, I knew that going into it. It's all jokes it. and cross promotion. <laughs> yep. I knew that going into it, but it was just. It, I, it struck me as like, oh, didn't we just have one of these like three episodes ago? Where it's, just like it's funny. Fluff. It's a it funny, funny episode. It is funny. It is very. But it's funny. gonna be. It's gonna be tough for us to do our job. I know. It's <laughs> like I'm not gonna find anything to talk about. But we'll see what we can dig up. Sure. So anyway, um, this is the fun- call. Yeah, we're talking about season four, episode six, seven. Damn it! You're was so close, close though. Was, yeah. That one. I was pulling it out of thin air too. <laughs> episode seven, singled out. And I think I'm on the what a late, uh, They don't even name it something clever. Like they just, they just call it singled out. The funny thing is last week I mentioned how we were down to these two word titles, right? Uh-huh. This is another two word title. And the next uh-huh. one is another two word title. Hmm. I think the, I'm on to something. I think, yeah, I, think I, I called it. They were trying so better hard. With the... uh, affluent white suburban homes to have right? two word titles. Right. <laughs> and their focus groups. Yeah, exactly. They were like, enough um, with all the literary allusions. I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> Why do we have to learn something every time we watch the show? <laughs> Ridiculous. So they give us this episode where we learn nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's work on it. All right, so oh, you're yeah. on recap. I am. Before I do that, though, for those of you who don't know or grew up in the 2000s, I just want to talk about, set the scene a little bit. Singled Out was a show that ran on MTV from 95 to 98. It was hosted by a couple different hosts but most popularly jenny mccarthy and chris hardwick obviously there's a crossover here the reason and it my kind of trivia or my like fun fact for the day is chris hardwick actually made a post in 2016 calling back to this episode he posted a picture of himself and will Friedell, and then jason marsden is also in the picture friend of the pod jason marsden <laughs> and it was kind of funny he was dragging himself for his hair the hair drapes obviously. And then something that I've never noticed before, but he apparently can't get over. He said the, I just murdered a hobo clown behind circus circus and took his pants. I have no fucking excuse for Mm. that was one of the things he said on the caption for the picture. I had no idea about the pants. I didn't really, they didn't stick out to me until I read that. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I see it. Cause they're like red with orange stripes and like super baggy. Anyway, Uh My fun fact is that Chris Hardwick <gasps> is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I really do. No, he was, I mean, he he was caught up. I, I don't know all the details, but I do know that he was 
very caught up in a string of sexual assault allegations in like 2018 a la the me too movement um amongst individuals named by more than one woman for sexual assault i don't again to wear the ugly (laughs) pants and he probably did i don't know where that landed i i saw chris hardwick live once in 2013 i was in freshman year yeah freshman year of college like the first week of you know, they, there's all like the welcome week shit that colleges do where mm-hmm. they try to like host a bunch of events to like mm. get students excited to be back. Chris Hardwick came and did a a stand up set at our like arena and it was free. I don't remember a damn thing he said at that stand up <laughs> set. I remember thinking it was mediocre. <laughs> okay. I just really don't care about anything that he has to say. But he I mean, he does a good job in this episode and I'm sure he was a good host, but I just really don't care. <laughs> so Chris, if you're out there, don't come on the show. Anyway, <laughs> not, not interested. Not interested. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> don't, don't reach out. It's fine. It's okay. So I'm on the recap. Let me. Yep. Three, two, one. So Eric uh, goes onto MTV Singled Out after sitting at home and realizing that he needs to go out and get dates. Um, he flies through um, by Chris kind of finagling him into dating a brainy girl who um, goes to Columbia. We find out that they lied to each other because Eric said he got, went to Harvard to get on the show. And she said she went to Columbia, but she actually didn't. And uh, Tor- Corey gets his tonsils taken out and is afraid uh, that he is going to disappear. But everything's fine. That's it. That's it. Nothing happens in this episode. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I think I could have worded it better, but that's all that happens. This I is mean, my second really... decent recap. I'm on a roll. I feel good. Great. Thanks. In a very short way, you could say this episode is Eric meets a girl. Corey is scared of something. and and that's like also probably 80 percent of the episodes in the show (laughs) yep that's so true here's the thing about this episode everyone's performances are great everyone gives a great Mm. performance in this episode it's so fun and funny and it's just easy to watch this whole episode is that was my first note is just everyone's doing a great job and you know what is you know, it's really exciting. Actually, what? I mean, I've, we've, I feel like I've been putting a lot of negative energy into this episode already. Um, but you know what's exciting? It's the first time we hear the Phoenix call. That's the first time we get the Phoenix call. It's the first time we get the call. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out of the house and he was in that button down and he was ready to go. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. It's happening. I couldn't have told you if you had asked me. Nope. Even last week, if you had said like, hey, what episode is the first Phoenix call? Yep. In. I wouldn't. I couldn't have told you. No, <laughs> which kind of makes us bad hosts. <laughs> but anyway, what'd you learn? Did you learn anything? Did we learn? Did we did. acquire knowledge from this episode at all? What did we learn? We learned be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're getting your tonsils taken out. Right? Like, I mean, there's nothing, I don't, I don't feel like there's, well, okay, I'm going to stretch it. I can make this work. Be yourself. Let's do it. Here we go. So Eric and Sean, Okay. they have to learn to, to be themselves because Eric (laughs) lies to get on the show. Sure. 
and then is manipulated throughout the course of the show into offering all of the choices he doesn't want until the final round, I guess. And then he and this not Columbia student are at Chubby's chatting. I don't know. She she says, like, can we go? There's a party yet. I don't know what she says. There's a party I, it's, at. I think it's some school. I had to yeah. replay it like three times because I didn't understand what she said either. So yeah. I, it's got to be some school in Philadelphia or close to yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, can you get us in? She's like, I'm hoping you could. And then he kind of like smirks and is like, no, but someday, you know, and that's like, I think the nugget of turning point here is that like Eric is found that I don't need to lie about not going to college. I need to like try harder and go to college maybe or or just like you know be myself to get to a place where i can do a thing instead of trying to lie myself lie my way into rooms meanwhile sean is over here literally committing a felony lying his way into (laughs) into hospital rooms which is a felony it is (laughs) and it's it's not something that i normally think about but as soon as you said it i was like oh you're right Oh, no. Oh, no. Is, is in fact a felony that Jean is doing for laughs in this episode impersonating a doctor and it's one and you can say to me oh he's just wearing scrubs it's like a Halloween costume but the second he chooses to answer a page yep. for a doctor hunter he's yep. impersonating a doctor <laughs> yes yes I like that Corey has the common sense though to say well obviously it's not it's another doctor he doesn't like mm-hmm. play into it he's like yeah yeah, not, yeah that's not because there is there is a different draft after the script where Corey looks at Sean and is like, how did you do that? What? Like, yeah. What? yeah you know? <laughs> oh yeah. So don't, don't, don't lie to get yourself into rooms that you maybe don't belong in. There you go. That I don't know. Good. I, I think I want to try, I want to try again at phrasing that because okay. saying don't lie to get yourself into rooms you don't belong in makes it sound like you don't belong somewhere, which is like not something I'd like to promote. Um, what about like not ready to be there yet or more? Not, I think it's more just like, don't, don't lie. Don't lie to get yourself into rooms. You think you need to be in. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, okay. pay, pay more attention to the rooms that, that are serving you, you. Yeah. To the rooms that are serving you, the rooms you could be in and don't, don't pay so much mind to lying to get yourself into rooms that you like think you need to be in because that is truly something I, 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 w- I wouldn't say that I've like lied to get myself into rooms. I think I need to be in, but I am constantly assessing places. I think I need to be mm-hmm. in rooms. I think I need to be in. I'm getting better at it at like letting go of that shit. I don't know. I did it all throughout college for sure. And, <laughs> and which isn't always wrong. necessarily like sometimes you know you should assess steps towards a goal maybe it's it's... i'm getting i'm getting wrapped up in myself i guess (laughs) (laughs) i think maybe it could be just assessing how the goal again kind of how the goal is serving you like for eric Mm -hmm. the goal is i guess just to date a townie but in the end he kinds he finds that he's cheating himself out of not only what could be a real relationship but also he doesn't need to lie to be who he is. And it kind of, it takes him down the road of like, uh, oh, maybe, I don't know. When he said, um, but I could someday, it's almost like he's discovering the person that he wants to be. 
mm-hmm. almost like not necessarily like, I don't have to lie. It's like, oh, I got into the situation, but now I see that I don't have to lie if I am the person that I want to be or the person mm-hmm. that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be or something to that effect. I like that. I like We're really that. digging into this. No, 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 no. But this guy, like what you're saying, I like the idea of like, don't, don't lie and be this person that like you, you think you want to be if that like you can you can get yourself to be that like actually be you know it's yeah yeah it's this idea of like eric could be a college student who is true to all the statements that he said nothing is such a fantabulous like you know fantastical lie mm-hmm. nothing's nothing's an impo- i mean i don't know i guess with the the uh, intelligence they've presented us with it's unlikely that eric would get to harvard but yeah this idea of like you you could be these things yeah. Hmm. Interesting. A little further of a stretch with Sean. He's playing for laughs, but yeah, you know. <laughs> but we got to tie it in somehow to the B plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's good laughs. They are good oh, laughs yeah. from Sean. Oh yeah, the whole felony felony aside. <laughs> Even when Corey goes into or goes under uh, anesthesia and there, and he has that dream, like it's mm-hmm. just it's funny featuring and... featuring the weatherman. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny to me because that's that would be I feel like that would be an Eric dream and not a Corey dream uh-huh. but regardless it's it's just everyone uh, yeah again I, I'll say it again everyone's performances were just great even in this like fantasy dream that Corey has of himself disappearing especially you know Bill I really love in this one I was about to say Feeney yep. I love <laughs> Feeney in this episode he's so yep. funny yeah from the Feeney call entrance, mm-hmm. Eric's like, you're not, you're not at school. You're not in the garden. What are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, just like everything, he, and the, the, the bit with the homework and the locker. What is that a reference to? What film are we referencing? I don't know. I'm going to do a search. I, I feel I'm, like you're pretty certain it's a film reference. I guess you can't figure out what. I was going to say, I feel like it's just like an old, almost like an old gangster movie reference. Like, uh, if I die, go to my house and under my bed, you'll find a box and it's got a, you know, it's, it feels very much like an old. No, but it's something about the airport locker that feels specific. Mm, mm-hmm. that, I, that feels like that is some, some movie. Um, I mean, it definitely feels familiar, but I can't pinpoint anything specific. It just feels like a general mm-hmm. thing that, that, you know people say in shows and movies anyway i really do enjoy Phoenix performance in this episode a lot mm-hmm. he's a blast in every yes. way according to panga sean everybody gets some good bits they're all fun mm-hmm. we love when Ryder gets to just fuck around the whole time yep um, and oh, he's yeah. got a serious episode coming up so it's good that he's yeah. just goof off now. I was it's funny, I was getting ready to start this episode and I was like, Oh, I think it's the I think it might be the Thanksgiving episode before I looked at the title. And mm-hmm. just because I knew the last one that we did was technically a Halloween episode. Sure. <laughs> and so I was thinking to myself, like, oh yeah, it might be might be the, the Thanksgiving episode where the Matthews go to the trailer park for Thanksgiving. I'm um, so excited. And I was surprised. Yeah, it's a good one. I was surprised to discover how many episodes there are between what was effectively a Halloween episode and the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, we still have like three weeks before we hit the Thanksgiving episode. Which Which is is... like, 
appropriate in timing. Yeah. But I was surprised to discover that they actually had that much (laughs) in between. It's so interesting to me because we just like skip, we either skip really big periods of time or they're like one right after the other. It's like, oh, this Mm. happened and then it's the next day or the next week or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it does feel like this season has been doing an an interesting job of managing the timeline pretty well. Mm -hmm. Of like a school year so far. So, yeah, so far. I don't have much else on this episode. I did have a fashion note. I wrote down the fashion in this episode I'd either 100% wear or 100% never touch with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my notes on the fashion in this episode because I'd, like, look at something and be like, oh, her skirt is cute or her top is cute, but then they'd put stuff together and I'd be like, oh, it's so 90s, it hurts. (laughs) <laughs> I do like Topanga's uh, leather jacket at the beginning, though. I'm sure it's I do, leather, but... I do love that red leather jacket. And then my last note is she goes in and she's like, do you want to take a walk? And then just walks out of the room and he's like stumbling out. And I'm like, girl, you're not going to help him out. He's, <laughs> he's waking up from anesthesia and you're not going to like give him any support in any way, shape or form. Like maybe he can get out of the bed by himself, but he cannot go for a walk by himself. He just told you he saw five of you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Did you ever go to the hospital when you were a teenager? I went when I was, I want to say 12 or 13 because I sprained my neck. I was, a, well, for those of you at home who do not know, I was a gymnast growing up and I was doing a double back tuck, which you do two and a half rotations in the air and then land obviously on your feet. I made one and a half and landed on my neck. (laughs) Fortunately, there was a big fluffy mat there. I didn't, uh, yeah, I only got a sprain, but it was not fun. I had to wear a brace for like three days. And, but I did get to miss school, which was cool. So, you know, it's the little things. Sounds terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Although I will say it didn't, it only hurt for like the first day. And then the second day it was sore. And then the third day it was fine. It was not a bad sprain. But yeah, Ooh, I was geez. in the hospital. Okay. Were you in the hospital? Did you get your tonsils no, removed? No, I did not. Right. Well, I, aren't I you never, the golden child? <laughs> I never went to the hospital as like a patient. I did go to the hospital a few times as a teenager to visit. I had a friend who was in and out of the hospital several times, though, when we were in high school for various reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. I, me, and, me and another good friend of mine were... They're visiting a lot in the in the Topanga role in the Sean role here, though not mm-hmm. committing felonies. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I was fortunate. I never never went to the hospital for any personal things. I never had to get my tonsils out or wisdom teeth. Never broke a bone. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, That's no always strains. my first. My first never have I ever. Everyone's like always going dirty with their minds. And I'm just like, never have I ever broken a bone. And you would not believe how many fingers go down. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one to, to whip out of your back pocket. It's my always my first go-to. And then mm-hmm. I have to knock on wood immediately because I'm so afraid of breaking a bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all just sure. afraid of the unknown, you know. Who's your MVP? Mm-hmm. Who's your MP3? My MP3 is... <laughs> I'm going to give it to Feeney because I just enjoy him. Yeah, I had a feeling you would. <laughs> he's he's just got good comedy in this one. I enjoy him. That's it. It's him. Yeah. He's, he's my default. That's fair. 
I feel like it, if everything else in the episode goes wrong, Feeny's always a good, like, knee-jerk, like, oh, yeah, just give it to Feeny. Works for me. Often, yeah. Who's yours? Mm-hmm. Mine is Amy, and mostly just because at the beginning when Sean's, like, and he disappeared and no one ever saw him again. He's freaking Corey out. She's like, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, get out of my house. And then she's the only one who really looks upset about Corey going missing in his in his uh, little fantasy there. So I think she, yeah. I mean, everyone does a great job in this episode, but I was going to give it to Topanga because she's the one who actually like pushes Sean out of the house. But I then at the end, when she didn't help Corey up, I was like, Topanga. She what? lost it. She lost it right there. <laughs> what, what are you doing? So, yeah, that's how she lost it. Mm-hmm. The rise and fall of Topanga Lawrence. I mean, so, I'm giving in, mine to Amy. Listen, in many ways, there's another podcast called The Rise and Fall of Topanga Lawrence. That is a, <laughs> a critical look at Topanga's character development over this series because, Truly. in my opinion, there is a rise and there is a fall. <laughs> and there is a fall, yeah. <laughs> Anyone out there that wants to start that one, feel free. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we're getting to some pretty serious Corey and Topanga episodes in a couple of weeks because we've got A Long Walk to Pittsburgh, which Mm -hmm. I feel like is kind of the unravel. At least for me, it's kind of the unraveling of Topanga's character as we know it. Pretty much this whole season is. But specifically those episodes, because then we start to get into like the really kind of just stupid Corey and I have loved each other since we were three, and I've known that where he's the one. And da, da, da. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care about this at all. I mean, I like them together. Like, I think they're a decent couple, but it's just when they get into like, the mushy gushy, I'm like, you're in high school. I, I, I don't know. I don't, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> I think, I don't know, that could be a really interesting podcast, honestly, whoever wants, because then so. it's not as long as this either, because then you only have to watch the episodes. You get, you get, yeah, you only watch the Topanga episodes, and theoretically, you can skip episodes like this, where she's like very minor in it, too. And you can just, there's an interesting chronicling to be had there with her character and how it, how it changes. And honestly, I think it, it like, it comes to a peak in season six, is it? When when no maybe no I'm thinking of the episode when the when Joshua is born and in Mm. like the Neo ICU and Mm -hmm. um and Corey wants her to like tell her tell him everything's gonna be okay and then she like paints her face with the lipstick again and does all this stuff and like and like that's that I'm excited to talk about it because that episode is like I think a recognition that they maybe like went the wrong way with Topanga for a while that or something. kind of did her dirty. Yeah. I don't know. It's like an interesting, it's an interesting acknowledgement of at least what has happened with her character. Yes. We're quite a while from talking about it, but I'm excited to do so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel excited about next week in particular. It's an episode that I really like and really sticks out to uh-huh. me. And then we've got just some great, episodes in the rest of the season and then we get to move on to the really good seasons so oh this is this is just this episode is fluff and we'll have fluff weeks you know here and there but (laughs) I I just I'm so I'm way more excited about this than when we first started which I feel is a good sign good 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 I hope you all listening are as well here yes we are we're riding the up okay anything else housekeeping um 
No, I don't think so. Any any homework for the friends at home? Books, movies, TV, podcasts, etc. I et just started reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Oh, Glennon Doyle. Yeah. It is great. I just put a hold on it because I had a hold on Love Warrior right now for the library. Um, oh, yeah. Skip but... it. You can skip it. If you want to go back and read it <laughs> after Untamed, but I definitely recommend Untamed first and yeah, foremost. Good to know. Did you finish your Robin um, Williams biography? I did finish the Robin book. Um, so it's a little too long. It's not my favorite biography I've ever read, but it, it was good. Now I'm on to reading Deathless Divide by Justina Ireland, which I would recommend for a pretty specific audience. Maybe it is the it's a it's fiction. It's a part of a series. The first book is called Dread Nation, and it's a historical fiction that imagines Ooh. that during the Battle of Gettysburg uh, in the Civil War, the dead started to rise as zombies. Interesting. And, and that the Civil War was interrupted by a zombie apocalypse. But it's a great time. And the second book is even more fun, I think, because you the first book has these two main characters who are they have the same goal, but they're very opposed in like the way to go about the thing. And so like they're they're friends by circumstance kind of thing and like yeah. have to work together. Oh, and then you know what else is I recommend? And this is stupid. Uh, this is Adam Sandler's new movie on Netflix, Hubie Halloween. Oh my god! Um, it was it was stupid, but I had fun. Go That's vote. A... Go get your flu shot. Oh, Those yes. are the things. Yep. Vote flu shot. That's that's really the to do list. I got my flu shot yesterday. I'm gonna go vote this week. I voted two days ago, and now I have to go get my flu shot. Well, Target gives you a five dollar gift card for getting a flu shot. There. <gasps> Amazing. So that's, that's what I always. There do. you go. That's now. That's uh, the other recommendation. Go to Target. You get a five. They pay gift card. you to get a flu shot, guys. Come on. Just do it. You don't, you don't want to be one of those people that gets a CNN story written about them, about how you had the flu and COVID at the same time. Oh, nope. It sounds, sounds, sounds like the like worst thing in the world. Yeah. And also follow funny. us on the thing <laughs> <laughs> while we're recommending stuff. You know what? Follow us on Get the a place. flu shot. Follow us we're on social on media. There. You know, yeah. all the normal stuff. <laughs> yeah, all the normal stuff that you do on, on the daily. We're there. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook hanging in say say more social media companies path vine uh, i don't <laughs> something that maybe still exists myspace no <laughs> oh man oh all God. right thanks for listening y'all go check yeah. out our myspace page and i swear to god <laughs> as always class dismissed <laughs>